You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, it's Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which is just crazy yeah. to think about, right? Especially, uh, you know, this as movies come out, especially this time of year, uh, it can get a little weird uh, for something like, you know, there's there's big people in this. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's like actual names yeah, involved yeah. in this. And, uh, you know, how long ago was it that you knew this was coming at all? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, right. That's you get lost just... in the, uh, we're <laughs> only going to spend money promoting things that we think are going to win Oscars yeah. right? for such a long time at the end of the year. Right. Yeah. That maybe, you know, if you're, you know, watching YouTube videos of uh, like yeah. video games right. or something. Right. Then probably one of these ones came up at yeah. some point. And was there like no marketing push? And the first thing I saw about this movie, you know, as a lay person, right? right. Like, I mean, not counting oh, when yeah, I but, first really saw right, anything right. about it because uh, that was actually forever ago. But I mean, like, <laughs> that I, you know, ran into stuff, right? Yeah. The first thing that I saw about this movie was like a trailer where you could miss that it was Chris Pine. Yeah. It was like, right. it was such a short thing. And it was like Dungeons and Dragons is coming. And this ad is only for people playing Dungeons and Dragons right now. Right. Right. We don't figure we'll get anyone else in. It was like the weirdest thing. I'm like, you've got big names. Yeah. In this, in this movie anyway. And, um, and even big names like, you know, maybe Michelle Rodriguez is not like the biggest name in movies or anything. Right. But, I mean, she's got fans and she sure. can draw people to action stuff right. and, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And yet, like, n- nobody's saying anything about anyone. Right. Who's, who's right. Well, no one was even mentioning the movie. Anyway. Um, but so it kind of just surprised me really. And then I feel like, um, I mean, I had seen a trailer for this, a uh, really long time ago and I saw a clip for it a really long time ago. And then, um, then we started getting stuff like things, uh, yeah. You know, resurrecting the dead guy right. yeah. things and whatever yeah. little, little, um, but, glimpses but in. I, I hadn't seen anything that was trying to convince me it was good right. until, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And that's the nervous part. Like, this is like when everybody who understands when films get released, that if you haven't had an advance for review, right your now, film, your film you're hiding it. Good. You're hiding it from everybody. <laughs> and you start thinking like, oh man, right. of course this is bad because there's no ads for it. No one's talking about it. It's not the stars aren't suddenly like slinging pizza in some guest spot on Conan or some, whatever, you know, right. you just don't see. And it just was quiet. It was and really un- quiet until it got really close. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden they were there like, was a well, push. let's do something. All right. We'll have yeah. everybody on every show. Right. Whatever. Uh, speaking of 
uh, I saw Chris Pine in an interview recently. Yeah. Um, and he was, he was talking about getting this made, which, uh, I don't actually know all of the, you know, executive producing and production and yada, yada, how this came to be or any of that, you know, noise. Um, because I just don't care. I can find it. Right. Right. How much um, do you really? But apparently, but Chris Pine talks like, uh, he had a lot to do with it. And I mean, he is a producer on it and, you know, whatever, but, uh, he talks as though really this was like kind of all him and, right. and it might have been, I mean, maybe you know. if you're making D and D and you get him, that's <laughs> probably how yeah. he got you. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But it was interesting watching this, uh, interview where, like I say, he, he talks like he's really kind of the catalyst of this. Right. But yeah. he's, uh, talking about, um, you know, so why, where, right. What's up. Yeah. Right? And he said he had like his nephew over to his house with like a group of his friends and they were playing D and D and like, he didn't know anything about it. Right? right. I mean, he knew about it like colloquially, like I know it's a thing and like, roll dice. Yeah. I know it, yeah. the thing exists or whatever. Yeah. Like, he didn't think it was new right. or anything right. like, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but he didn't really know anything about it. And he's like, well, I mean, whatever they're here. I mean, let's, Right. what's going on yeah and he just was like you know i didn't really know what was happening at all i didn't know what they were talking about yeah I didn't really you know they got their little stuff and they're surrounding the right. table and whatever and he was like but you know what i did know is like they were having a blast yeah, yeah. and it's like they're being creative right there's a lot of passion about whatever yeah and he's like i don't know man something's happening here right that's cool. So that's yeah, actually that was, sounds that sounds like a really cool interview. Uh, all right. Anyway, so I think today we're actually just going to kind of jump into it. I was going to talk about some TV shows, um, and I think I've just kind of abandoned that idea. Have you and, abandoned uh, it? Next week actually uh, makes a little more sense. There's uh, stuff coming out. Everything right now is just like. You know, it's the next episode of The Mandalorian. It's yeah, right. The next episode of Succession. It's the next episode of. Whatever. I was all primed to talk it's about like, shrinking. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could no, talk about shrinking. No, no, I'm because, just kidding. Uh, that show's really cool. But, um, yeah, I will say though, seriously, if you're not watching Shrinking, uh, find a way to do it. Watch it. Seriously. It's actually, it's, uh, yeah, it's weirdly good. And Harrison yeah. Ford is just, especially after you get in a few episodes, right? Yeah. Harrison Ford's really it's awesome. it's only i just finished it the other night it's 10 episodes long it's about a half hour 35 minutes between um between shows so it's easily bingeable i wouldn't judge everything off the first show because the first episode's a little unstable not that it's bad it's actually good it's just everything gets much better the more you watch it right. harrison ford's having a blast he's having so much fun and so is jason siegel so i mean so is the entire cast and over very few episodes do you really figure out like wow i'm actually i know these characters really really well right like they do a great job at briskly but effectively sort of showing you who they are and then there's heartfelt stuff there's really funny stuff there's embarrassingly heartfelt funny stuff like it's just it's got a great combination of all kinds of things and it's it's really great it's really fun to watch 
uh yeah definitely uh check that out and um like i said next week i think i'm gonna kind of run just run through some oh. <clears throat> uh, some things yeah. to watch because a lot of these things are pretty soon gonna be you know they're here right? yeah and you need uh some new stuff and yeah there's actually lots of cool new stuff uh coming um including uh marvel stuff which uh just got like a trailer Man. in the last couple days yeah um which is you know wild and crazy and who knows it's really weird days over there not to who, talk who knows too much what'll happen about how the sausage is made but there's a lot of stuff shaking up at marvel right yeah. now uh, all right. So, um, Dungeons and Dragons. So, Dungeons so Dragons. Uh, as we already said, it's Chris Pine, um, Shell Rodriguez is in it, Hugh Grant's in it. Yep. Um, and it is just, uh, it's hard to explain in Dungeons and Dragons terms, even, right? It's, uh, it's just a story that happens to take place. So, in, in the subtitle Dungeons is, Dragons, yeah, and, right? it, and it's Honor Among Thieves is right, the right. underlying byline. But yeah, I actually was thinking about this coming over i'm like i wonder how you're gonna summarize this except maybe you're just gonna be like it's just a fetch story right it, you know it in is, a way it is just um we have a group of thieves it's a story that you know needn't be dungeons and dragons right. really it just has to be fantasy thing right. except that they can't stop saying the locations of uh forgotten realms places right. yeah so, which is it's almost it's a little weird like uh I I kind of thought after the movie like it could have been a little more D&D somehow. I don't I don't really know how like yeah. you know there's a displacer beast, there's a gelatinous cube, there's like all this stuff that's like very forgotten realms. Yeah. They talk about being in places right. and like this is the uh, biggest thing in the Sword Coast and right, uh, yeah. uh, whatever, right? Um but you know, I don't know, who knows. Anyway, uh, but the story is just uh, fairly simply Chris Pine and his life going wrong. And yeah. he wasn't a thief. Uh, he was a harper, so that we can talk about that from the Forgotten Realms. And yep. we can throw that out, right? right. Uh, he he worked for the Harpers, which is like this group of spies. And then basically because of his work for the Harpers, yeah. uh, his wife ended up getting killed in like, you know, the revenge of the whatever. Right. And, uh, and so then that pissed him off and he became a thief. And, uh, right. <laughs> he started drinking, he's got a daughter and there's kind of like, uh, they're pulling off these little heists. They kind of formed a group because you have to have a party. Always in, have to have a party in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Right? So we had to add some more people. Right. And then uh, they were going to pull off this one more big heist, and then things got wrong. And he, he, uh, Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez's characters get caught. At the time the movie starts, they've already been in prison for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then they escape, and then you know hilarity ensues. There's they had red wizards be, yeah the red wizards why, right why not and uh it's only the first 10 and, minutes too and, like right. you, you've done a lot to a get a bunch us. of crazy stuff happens yeah. and yeah. uh and then we need the help of a druid and yeah sorcerer because, and wizards uh, and yeah because we need to have an owl bear sure right rules are rules right thing and then <laughs> you know it's like uh hugh grant's a bad guy Except that really he's just like a slimy snake guy yeah. and it's 
you know, really about the Red Wizards and all the stuff and everything is connected to everything else because that's how the story has to work. Right. And then, you know, whatever. Clarity and It's pretty good. Case. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh so and it's just uh much like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. Uh the point is really a lot more that it's just this wild adventure that we're on. Right. Not that there's any like super deep plot, although right. there is like a lot of plot actually there's a, there's, there's a strange undercurrent he's, he's of... got a lot of his mm -hmm. story and you know the whole wizards and then we've got this paladin dude that comes in yeah right he's got to have a story yeah whatever anyway but there is a lot of stuff but really it's you know it's just fun adventure all right so um to jump in right i gave this one uh an eight that's what i wrote and i almost gave it more um and the only reason I I didn't because I I really really lean toward uh, an even higher rating, frankly. Yeah. Um, because it was it, it was so much fun, and it was you know as I was thinking about it uh, right after watching it, I try to anchor myself very firmly as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, to if a movie is exactly what it was trying to be, right. then that's a good movie, right? Yeah. And uh, other things, you know, are frankly less important. They might be mm -hmm. important enough to really change the ultimate rating, right? right? But I don't know. They're still less important, right? Because uh, going outside of of that, like I said, anchor is then you get to parts of trying to rate the movie where you almost didn't have to see it at all. Right. You're just saying this movie is just right. bad. Right. Theoretically. Right. <laughs> or whatever. Right. right. Anyway. Um, and I almost rated it higher, uh, except there were a uh, few too many like private things going on and is a little too long. And there were parts where like it felt too long and uh mostly the only other bad thing i can say about it is that uh there there were some parts and this is like really kind of nitpicky to be honest that's all right but there that's there were some parts where i'm like uh you know what you're having them do is they don't live in this world oh and, and yeah. it and it got a little distracting yeah um, and it's not terrible or anything right. i mean it's still an eight right but uh it could have very easily been a 10 yeah really interesting um, anyway so that's uh my rating i gave it uh an eight it's funny when you when you start off when you start off like i'm about to start off it's usually bad because you're like one when you're like let, <laughs> let me tell you why it's really you know secretly when you start off saying like it wasn't bad, you know. Right, right. Then, then you're like, oh, you're waiting for the hard, like near four, three. Right, right. Okay, here, here's how I felt, and again, for people that know or that really listen to the details of what we say before we really start talking about films, we haven't practiced anything. I didn't write any notes. It's just I'm remembering how I felt when I walked out, and my first, my first set of feelings while we were getting to the end of the film is this: this isn't bad. But it's not great. And the the gulf that that is between them is the, the big gulf, which is it's good. It's it's a good movie. I had I had a fine time and I was I was amused, but I didn't 
think it was hilarious. You know, I had fun watching the action scenes, but they weren't awesome. Like it was, it was just good. I gave it a seven. And, and I actually strangely think that the next time I see it, I bet I'll like it more. Um, it's, it's a film that didn't overburden me with information. It didn't try to dazzle me like quantum mania did with its visuals. Like it didn't try to drown me in anything or, and more importantly, and maybe something that might be even sort of humorous to talk about as an aside after a little bit, um, it didn't try to struggle like with its explanation of lore. You don't have right, to have ever right. played D and D like in a strange right. way, this film, you know, you always see the pie diagrams, you know, and it's like, okay, this is 70% hardcore and 30% for just generic fans. I actually think that maybe like what you said earlier, one of the things that might've tipped this a little higher is if it had gone harder towards the fans instead right. of the generic fans. But I understand you want to have people come to your film instead of feel like, well, I don't know anything about backgammon so i'm not gonna watch a film about that you know right so i, I think actually it was probably like 65 percent just general fan and then they sprinkled a bunch of stuff it's funny for me what really makes this film D D film is the name dropping like right, you said walter's right. gate you know people and, are talking and about and things bunch, and sword there, helm there's and, a bunch of uh you know like easter egg there's a bunch of easter egg things there's that a are, ton that are kind of just for for like fans but not even just and i'm totally gonna spoil one yeah do it actually right is this grass so so don't listen right oh yeah (laughs) um no the uh the people from the saturday morning cartoon yeah they're in it are in the movie which is awesome it is awesome and except and they're in it perfectly too because you just barely look they're in the periphery and you can you're like is that what and then they quick and right. it's for when it's on DVD and you hit pause and your Blu-ray is like, they, they come back, they come back again and you get like a little, bit a little bit of a better a glimpse. Look, a look at it. I, I, and that's during the labyrinth awesome. stuff. And it was great. That was a fun throwback. Um, the, the strength of the film is actually strangely the weakness of the film for me. It is okay. Actually. And I won't forget this. Um, part of the fun in playing Dungeons and Dragons, at least that I remember wasn't, you know, fighting anything big. That was okay. But really what it was, was your character and what you imagined your intricacies and eccentricities to be, you right, know? Right. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dwarven thief who's been scorned by my people, but I'm going to steal enough to get back into the good graces. So I'll take everything I ever see that shines always. So that's it. Now put me in a tavern and watch me get, you know, thrown around and you're a, you're, you know, and the, it's that kind of thing that sets up the best part of the film, which is it's really, and you could, I think, take big swaths of this out, but it's, it's really sort of episodic. Like we need this quest to get to this item. Right. It is the new MacGuffin that will allow us to get the helm that produces the shadow that will defeat the thing so we can have the rose. That's the best part of the movie inherently, but it actually just does too many episodic things where I felt like on some level, Chris Pine's incredible charisma can't keep you going through segmented modules of storytelling. Right. And yet, like that's best part of the game anyway when you're playing it. So it should be the best part of the film. That structure allows for each character, and boy, they they mine it 
everybody gets their punch up lines. Everybody comes in at a certain point and they've got their joke that ends the scene. Right. Sometimes they're really fun. Most of the time they are really fun. Every once in a while, it's like, all right, you know, it was your turn to they, give the They quip. all get a minute or two at some point in the movie to let you know what their alignment is. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, to, to, right. That, and that's that. And that's a fun nod to everything that's going on. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is Michelle Rodriguez. And you know, yeah, she's, yeah. she's doing a good job. I, on some level, I thought you could have taken her character out of SWAT and just given her a broadsword and it's still her, right. but you know, she's having, she's having a good time and she's doing, she's doing good work. Chris Pine is maybe only second to Dwayne Johnson at this point in Hollywood in my mind for who just has the charisma to spare and can carry a film that works. Right. Haven't seen him really fail when he's doing that. I've seen him sort of semi phone it in because the story wasn't good enough. And that's Wonder Woman 1984. I'm looking at you. Yes. But the same thing with The Rock. I mean, he just did, you know, Black Adam. His charisma couldn't save anything in that film. Chris Pine is an incredible professional. The guy's just doing great things. He's easy to he's easy to watch. He's fun. Everybody else in the cast whose name is so different. Like I I just looked up because the guy who plays the paladin, I don't know how to say his name. It's Rigid Don. I don't, he's got a great French name. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Shows up and he nails what the paladin is supposed to be. Just smarmy, like superiority. I am pure as the driven snow and you want to be like me. And you're like, dude, hate you. Love you. I want to watch more things with you. And yeah, I had, uh, I had, uh, the best reaction. Yeah. Um, and I like, I like Chris Pine. He was really good in it. Uh, it was really all the Druid. It was like the Druid's right. movie for me. Right. I want to have a spinoff series right, yeah. where it's just her. Right. Um, and she is, I can't remember her name right Sophia now. Sophia Lillis. Yeah, yeah. Sophia yeah. Lillis. Um, she was. She's great. Um, what's, that, what's that weird show that it was barely on for like a season. It got canceled. And it's like, uh, I'm not. Oh. What uh, the heck is that show? Um, it's not, I'm not there. That's the Bob Dylan film. I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that was a great yeah. show and she's right. great in it. She's also in the it. Movies, yeah. She's in it. That's where everybody, uh, but she is so good yeah. in this movie. She was just great. I just wanted her to be on more yeah. like all the time. Yep. Um, and, you know, it was pretty cool, but there were, uh, the Paladin was great. Um, but I feel like that's one of the things that could have elevated the movie for me more right right is if uh you know it's great that chris pine got you know exposed to D and sure. wanted to make yeah. a movie or whatever right. but you know if they'd have had some D D people like run through the script right real fast or whatever because there were too many times and you know everything doesn't have to work the way i want it to work right but right. there were too many times in the movie where things would happen and i'm like see that's not that person who lives in this world right, right? Because the druid is only the druid only like just came to be right like for us right not for her right that's what she does all day every right day she, right? yeah and if you're a druid uh, and you're like about to fall off a cliff you're not scared of that and no. you just turn into a bird and right. like right. instantly right? right like you're oh my god look I'm hanging and I'm gonna fall I'm yeah. like wait what yeah like that's not a thing do do the and, druid and, then. and you know like the yeah. paladin gets in this big fight at the end at yeah I mean kind of in the middle I guess right. it's not 
really like the end. But anyway, he gets in this big like sword fighty like thing. Yeah. And uh, and first of all, you know, that's not how that sword fighting works yeah. anyway, right? Movie But fort- the paladin doesn't do anything and that really bugged me. Yeah. And and that's my own personal right. like I said nitpicky thing because I am actually a fan of D&D and yeah. yada yada and so for most people that means nothing, right? right? But I mean, like, you know, paladins have powers and spells and, and things. Stop. Right. They don't just go, I have a sword. Right. And in my virtue. And I'm just going to fight with <laughs> I am virtuous that. that you can't penetrate me. I'm like, yeah. wait, he's, plus he's like fighting four guys or something. I'm like, you know, maybe if it was just like this one on one thing and he would, yeah. Well, I don't know. But, it, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, like the point is not that that happened or that, you know, like the, druid thing happening right. but that that keeps happening yeah like throughout the whole thing over and over again there are these times when i'm like you're that's just not that person right, right? that's right. not the world we're in and the one of the problems of the movie uh for me and you know still here i give it an eight and i'm right. gonna talk about all the things that are wrong yeah. with it right um, yeah. But one of the real problems for me is that the movie is, to a certain extent, trying to build the world. Right. And I'm like, but, well, you can't. Right. This right. world's already here. Right. <laughs> you have to be in this in world. The, right. right. Or right. or be Bob's fantasy movie, not right. D&D right. or right. whatever. Right. Um, but yeah. So that, like I said, that's all nitpicky stuff. But one of the coolest things, right, is this movie easily could have been like, maybe six at best yeah or even worse um is it was very actiony yeah it took like breaks to be funny yep most of them are too long right the whole yeah. thing where we're digging up the dead guys i don't need like 10 dead guys right i should need like maybe three right you can have the guy who fell out of the bath because that's pretty funny right. right but i don't need to see it over and over right. again so that chris pine can roll his eyes and we can see the shovel yeah. again that many times right 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 but it's like a big acting movie that's just all about like watch my owl bear fight this yeah. stone dragon and crazy you know whatever stuff like that right and some of the magic stuff was actually pretty cool yeah. like when he does the gravity sure the gravity thing, thing was really cool that was fun yeah you know um but it's a big actiony thing that you don't have to be stupid for right which was right. like that's a compliment. I'm like, okay, listen, man, now you're better because right. virtually all of them, there's at least some parts where you have to go, well, you know, like the horror cliche, right? right. It, it, like we, right. we can only get here if someone's stupid. Right. And it's probably you. you. Audience, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and That's this movie didn't on. really have that. It yeah. was like, look, we're there. People are you know they have their motivations and yep. they do things for certain reasons but it none of it is that they're kind of dumb and right that right and that you'll forgive it because you're dumb too right, right no you're right i again one of the things that's really fun about the story is that it's having fun embracing itself and i won't go so far as to say though i am i am no longer this guy and to be quite honest even when i did play D i wasn't that guy but it, it isn't so obsessed with the details, the point of, like I said earlier, like just, it could have been that film where it's like you, 
we're going to talk over your head like because you we're going to make this language up. We're going to be, yeah, we're going to be right under Tolkien because we're going to make it the language that right. you need to know. And I'm not going to subtitle it for you because right. that's what Mel Gibson did. You know, and you're just like, what the hell is going on? You don't need to know much except somebody's a fighter, someone's a wizard, someone can heal somebody, somebody, you know, those easy things will get you through. The film just didn't dumb it down or smarm it up. It was right, right in that excellent sweet spot, which seems like it's an incredible gulf. I actually don't think it is. I think it's actually a pretty thin needle to thread that through. And it did it, did it right. wonderfully. I, to be fair about the seven, you know, when you said something that made me think of it, you know, sometimes we'll see a film and, and though I will say, I try not to prejudge films. I prejudge films all the time. I look at your trailer. I look at your poster. I look right. at who's in it. And I'm thinking you're an idiot or you're awesome. No matter what you say, I'm going to love this or hate it. <clears throat> Sometimes you get the sense the film is really just only able to hit a seven, and that's going to be its 10. Right. If it can do it, it's the best it could have been. I feel like there was wiggle room in this, like you've said a couple times with good examples that I agree with. You know, it could have elevated it up. Definitely feel like it could have lowered it too. But maybe I don't know when I'm going to see this again because it's not the kind of thing that, you know, sometimes you're doing. Because you've got no one to see it. Like. You do well. No, no. Well, in a strange way, and I don't know who I would tell to see it, except somebody who just wants to see a fun fantasy film. Because it isn't necessarily Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know anybody so entrenched in all of the books or the role playing at this point. Actually, that's not true. I know two people. I was just going to say that when I could tell them, you're going to love it for all the minutia. Like they're they're right. going to go see it for the minutia and probably be a bit dis disappointed that there wasn't more. Right. Um. I. I think that certain scenes like the grave digging scene, um, I want at least one more than you, but I don't want one more. You know, I agree. There was too many. And maybe they could have sped it up by just showing like the sun coming up and you're like, okay, I get it. You've been here a while. Right. Part of the fun for the scene is for me is is Pine's exasperation, like, all right, let's go to the next one. You know, and then the hilarity is that's such a dungeon master move. And I can't believe I just said that out loud, but it is, you know, you're like, all right, I'll dig up the next grave. And you're like, okay, this guy died at the place. But he hit his head on the right, And you're right. like, are you kidding me? Next, you know, you're done. And you're like, yeah, you're just trying to screw me. And I'm like, right, that's my job. I'm right. trying to kill you. You know, that was, there are a lot of parts in the movie that I feel like are kind of, we're nodding at the dungeon master. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there were several things like that. Um, but at the same time, it also, I think, did a lot of, I guess the flip side of that, like you were saying, like not really explaining stuff. But you can still have it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, there's a displacer beast, right? Yeah. And if you don't play D and D, you don't know what the hell that right. is, because it's not even comparable to anything, right? right. I mean, it's right. It's like you need like a long description of that, and it's in the trailer. Yeah. And I even thought about that before we saw the movie. Like, what the hell are they going to do with that? Because, right. right, you know, it means nothing. Well, so they just showed it, right? right? They just they just here. had it do it, right? right? And it's like. Well, okay, now you know. You may not know what that is at right. all, except they conveniently tell you that it's right. a displacer beast. But but now they don't need to because yeah. they just they just did it, right? right? And and there's a lot of that that's really good in the movie yeah. too, because there's like I don't have to tell you that someone can do this or this is like the way magic works. I right. just have to consistently have magic work like that. Right. And then right. you can just see it happen yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, but there is just, uh, 
there's just too much. Um, like, I feel like I'm talking both like this movie is four and 10. And that's how I feel. I'm talking about it. Honestly. Eight. Yeah. But there, there is just too much of some stuff. And there's, you know, most of it not being 10 (laughs) is not really negatives that it has, you know, but positives that it doesn't and should and could really easily. The beginning is way too long. The, Um, the whole being in the, being in the prison is all really good. Yeah. It's, there's just, it's too long. It's, it's, it's longer than it needs to be. It could be shorter and give you the same thing yeah. without having to have like parts where, I don't know. It's, well, it just goes on, but it does that in several parts, you know, in the movie. I, I think it goes on. I think the introduction is fine, but the prison stuff goes on too long in the, in the worst misstep of the film in some ways i think it thinks it's more clever than it is and funnier than it is i actually was sort of i mean because again you, you know the summary you gave of the film all the stuff that happens we get in a quick slide of right, right. the first three or four minutes then we're in the prison this whole thing about mining a joke about where's jonathan like right, we're right, waiting for someone right. who's going to help us get out of here first time was fine the second time was skip it the third time was rolling my eyes i there might have even been a fourth time I'm right like, god this that's not okay right this is making me too early in the film thing. you don't need it it's just, right it's just it, it almost feels like someone was like i really like the third thing that chris did and fourth thing and they're like what are you right it's gonna be two seconds and you're like i i worry you feel like that's the sort of scene where there's like a really good version of that right. scene and then you know some money guy watched it and went I don't understand what happened. Yeah. So now you have to explain to me that I've waited yeah. for or, or the director and everyone's like, well, that second was the one. And the other guy's like, I like the third one. Right. You know, like, yeah, it, it, it's a strange feeling so early to have in the film less than 10 minutes in. And I'm like, uh Oh, like, is, right. is that the kind of forced humor? Not the uncomfortable humor that like the office made popular, but just like, we don't know what's funny, it's, so we're just going to Melissa also, McCarthy. It's it. also got built into that is there is some stuff throughout the film, not too much of it. That is that kind of like force. Right. Uh, it's funny. And it all that scene also has a part, you know, they go out the window and then they're like, but we were going to pardon you. Right. And it's right. like, ah, come on. Right. Like, that's not as funny as you think it is. Not, and it's not. This is the it's kind of stuff that, that sounds that re, that reminded me of just Monty Python humor that I just think is dumb. Like <laughs> that makes somebody giggle and TV, but that's just not it. The funniest stuff of the film, if it isn't the throwaway lines or the, um, you know, they, I mean, I guess it's just like a release valve for tension or a scene. You're like, someone has a funny thing and then they exit to the left or the right. Right. Dude. One of the funniest moments of the whole film is, and I'm not giving I'm not going to give anything really away. It doesn't say anything, but Michelle Rodriguez has a type that she loves. Right. And, and, you know, you see the person, they, it's her ex. And then later, later they, yeah. they're getting like, you know, cause every party after they do something, they have to get rewards and treasures and experience. Somebody handing out treasure is a lot like her ex. Right. And just the look that she right. gives it, And it's the most amusing like that's what i'm saying when i'm like i had an amusing time i just didn't laugh out loud funny right 
I came close to laughing out loud when she's looking at him because I'm like, that dude doesn't know what he's about to get into. And she's got a type. I'm like, that's the real, that's the real fun of the film. He's great. The scene's great. It works. It's not too long. It's just right. Boom. Nailed it. Perfect. Right. When it when it does stuff. And it's so fun. It, it's a movie that a lot of it, if you it, break it down like scene by scene, right? Yeah. It feels like all of the best scenes. And there are a lot of them. It's good, right? Yeah. Give it an eight, uh, right. as much as I bag on it, right? <laughs> right. Um, but if you break down all the scenes, the scenes where it feels like somebody told them they were out of money and they better be done with this right now, yeah, are like the best scenes. Right. They're like, all right, right well then we'll just do what we're doing. Yeah. We won't like, yeah, you know, go overboard and sure. rethink it and have to have four versions mm-hmm. of everything that we do, and we just like do it and move on, and then there yeah. you go. And those are like the best parts. And it also has, because we talked about a lot of D&D, I think one of the coolest parts for me, even though it's kind of not really a part and it's hard to describe, yeah, uh, is this whole thing where they keep changing their plans and they yeah. keep not working. Right. And then they go back to a, a plan, they make a new plan that still doesn't work. Yeah. Like, man, that's just D&D. That's, that's like actually yeah. trying to get D&D. That's the best part. Yeah. into the movie is Chris Pine. The thing I hate about Chris Pine though, is he's not actually a character, right? He's not actually anyone. He's right. just, he's like an NPC, like running the thing or what like you need when you need you it. He's it this. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Right. Like he's got to be, I mean, we've got like a Druid, we've got a sorcerer, we've yeah. got, you know, whatever we've got a, I don't even know, like a barbarian. Right. Yeah. Barbarian. Uh, yeah. And, and he's just like, nothing yeah and he has no abilities right right he's just he's just a planner he's you know? the mpc yeah. guy and it was kind of funny that they actually said what you know the druids like well, yeah. what are you here for like what do we need you for? yeah right and she's like so dead it's perfect like, totally that's a serious, great scene where right? she's like i plant things and you're like so now what do well, we need we you for well if, if the plan doesn't right. work so you just make black bad plans he's like okay i think i i think you're ready for me and i'm not ready for you <laughs> This isn't exactly on the same level, um, but my my favorite moment of Chris in the film is reminds me, and it's sort of strange to think of it in this way because I said it when we reviewed La La Land. But there's a look that Ryan Gosling has at the end of La La Land that is haunting. That is the whole point it's, of the movie. It's the yeah. entire reason you sat through everything, and his delivery of a very simple line is haunting. Now I'm leading, I'm leading that up in a, in a big way. I'm building that up. There's a moment where Chris Pine and his daughter have to make a decision and with the magic, you know, the magic stuff. And there's a look on Chris Pine's face where I'm like, give that dude a friggin' Oscar. That dude is in this moment in exactly the way that he's weighing every option for a guy who has all the plans and he just looks haunted and pained and resigned and. And, and, it's, he, and it's he just the knows. weirdest thing, and it's too, such a great thing. It's the weirdest thing too, because there is so much in this movie that is too long. Yeah, and then, and then that get, part, I'm like, we could have had, we might have sat in that, we might have sat in that a little longer, <laughs> right? Because and then again, when I started, I'm like, some of it's very uneven. Like again, an episodic way of like, okay, we're gonna do 20 minutes of escaping a dragon and 15 minutes of finding the magic rocks, and you know, it. I get it. Let's let's do that. Let's get our party together and have fun. Then when you squash a scene like that, and I'm like, oh, 
long. Right. Let that breathe just a and little. It was, it was okay. It's still, it it's like still it fine. Bad, but he's so right. Good but yeah, that. we could have had like ten more seconds. We could have had, you know, about five more seconds of just him. Yeah, and five less seconds of right doing the montage of yeah that of growing up with their yeah right. Is there's a weird there's a weird thing for him his ultimate motivation is to find this magical item so we can get his daughter back from the clutches of evil Hugh Grant. You know, and as far as I'm concerned, it's so weird to not ever hear a good thing about Hugh Grant. Like, I don't even know if Hugh Grant's acting. I just think he shows up and is like, I'm like nefarious. I'm I'm going to steal everything. Um, But there are times where I actually thought his, his primary motivation should be to get his daughter, but it just felt like his secondary one was, I just want to keep this party together. Like, and in that regard, very effectively working because everybody else is sort of like together to get away from each other. Like everybody wants to go do their own thing. And he's just like, I thought it was a missed opportunity to not have him constantly coming up with plans to keep them all together, you know? And I, maybe that's another thing. Uh, this doesn't ruin anything except that I guess it sort of does. I'm, I'm happy that they didn't do two things at the end of the film which some awful studio would have put on a note and they might've had to do it. I'm going to tell you how the film does not end instead of how it does. And that's actually sort of strange because I am spoiling it, but I'm going to tell you what does not happen. So thankful. I'm thankful at the end of the film, you don't hear the sound of dice rolling. You know what I mean? Cause that's just a dumb idea. And I thought, don't do it because my first thought was don't, uh, there's a there's a small scene after the first start of the credits that you don't have to see. You could skip it. And if you're paying attention to the film, you know what the scene's going to be anyway. I thought, boy, wouldn't it be brave and dumb to now flash out of the film and just show like Chris Pine with greasy playing. hair like they're playing. Michelle Rodriguez is there. She's doing whatever. And he's got glasses and a weird hat on. And there's other people. And they're just really playing. And I thought, it's cute, but it wouldn't make it an effective series. Like you want to make more movies with these people. You don't want to believe that they're in somebody's basement really doing this. I, so I'm glad they didn't do that. Cause that would have been think, too simple. I think speaking of that, actually, um, you know, it's, it's worth noting that the movie has made a lot of money for what it is. Yeah. And especially for, you know, this is as much as Chris Pine and Hugh Grant, we've got all these names and everything. This is not really a big budget movie, no. even though all this magical stuff happens yeah. and whatever. And, you know, like 25 years ago, this would have been like a huge budget movie to mm-hmm. do the same thing that it does. Yeah. But it's not now. Right. Right. It, right. it, does, it doesn't take that. It doesn't take as much. Yeah. Um, To do what is ultimately more simple things. Right. Yeah. It's not doing stuff, even though there's all this magic and there's flying and there's a, like yeah. a stone dragon that we fight and there's oh, yeah. bears and everything. It's not super expensive stuff anymore. That would mean that this movie is like one of the costliest of the year. Yeah. Right. 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 So, so for what it is, uh, the movie made a fair amount of money and, uh, I mean, it's just going to keep going at least for a week or two, I think. Yeah. I suppose Super Mario is going to put might be its only whatever, threat. but uh, it's pretty likely that there could be more of this, right? Yeah. Like it's worth it sure. to make more of it because you don't have to spend that much and people showed up. And now right. that it's the second one, yeah. you could spend some more and you could put it in the summer or the yeah, fall. Yeah, right. And then really test it and try and get more than March money out of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. And 
And I think what would be awesome is, uh, you know, the story's cool. We're trying to come up with something to have all these angles so that there's all this stuff to look at. I think they should do a sequel where it's all new people. Right. And you could have, like, Chris Pine is in it, and maybe you get, like, little cameos from the various people. But I want, like, a new adventuring party. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> who just get like thrown together. Yeah. Um, but who knows what they'll do. Right. Um, but it does look like there's going to yeah. probably be a sequel because we, you've got the money for it. Beauty. And if you end it in the wrong way, right. you'd well, screwed, then you'd have been in trouble. Right? right. And then somebody's like, hey, Tom, what are you doing? The beauty of it, I think, I mean, I would love this because everybody always meets in taverns and they with their secret guild together and then they go out in the storm. Right. Absolutely get everybody back for one shot, one moment. You just see the new crew in the front. And then and then, and then in the background, you see Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez and and all the others. They they get up and they're like, well, all right, let's go. And you're like, well, they're they're going that way. I, I wonder what is, their quest is. We're like not know? even uh reviewing the movie so much well, anymore. Yeah, but so. I think it would be uh actually pretty cool if you had uh the sequel was you got some of the people from this movie yeah you don't need them all but you have some of the people from this movie and they've got some quest you know that's really like beneath them right right like right. they're they're high level people yeah at now that point, right. right and they you know <laughs> wrangle this crew together to right. be like the new adventure yeah That'd be cool. but um but the you know for the for this movie i think it was such a actually weird combination in a way yeah. getting to have all the action in there getting to have like the funny parts yeah. and actually delivering it in, yeah. in a way that you know didn't alienate people didn't uh, i never call you stupid yeah and i never i never saw a time where i thought that the film was cutting corners in a strange way like there's a lot of when when the film gets very kinetic there's a lot of cgi in my mind the best isn't the actual dragon that they encounter and the hilarity of trying to get around that dragon the best is actually when the druid is spying and then runs and just is right, turning in everything cool, yeah. like that's like in my mind that went on for like 10 minutes and i'm sure it was probably just one minute right because there's so much stuff happening but the fluidity and everything looking good it, it just worked the end when uh the red wizards are all trying to get their magic dark spell to work and you're thinking all right this is usually when you'll see in corners some of the stuff won't look great yeah like as far as the strange aesthetic goes though i've talked a little bit about the pacing being off the look of the thing is just beautiful and i think like you said it used to be more expensive to do this kind of thing but you know nowadays it's not so much it, tone someone was asking me uh yesterday uh, one of my neighbors asked what we were going to do for the show and i told him he's like so what's the film like you know and he wasn't looking for a review i know what he meant you know is it you know is it like thor ragnarok or is it like the dark knight you know or is it like something steeped in everything and i'm like it's it's more on the ragnarok side of things instead of like dark world um but the film that it i think wants to try to be bit more like and it's old to say it is like the mummy you know the mummy the original brendan fraser one not the tom cruise remake light breezy fun characters everybody's got their motivations looks fun looks good and it's just a whirlwind it's a popcorn film 
That's I think you go even older with this movie if I yeah. if you're trying to if you can explain it to people who would know what it means, right? You yeah. can go even older because I think that this movie is very much like even older like kind of culty fantasy things that were popular. It's just that now you can do different you can do things, the things and you can make things look better like, you know, this is like Beastmaster oh, like yeah. crawl yeah and, yeah you know stuff like that now you're talking my like, language look man we're just like right. having fun right and we're gonna try and tell like a decent story yep it's just that now you can get right big name people you yeah. can have uh you can not spend 150 million dollars right. and still have awesome looking stuff yeah i will say <laughs> there were a couple of parts if we're uh talking about what it looks like there were a couple of parts that looked a little sad Did it looks sad to you uh, uh i think so there were some of the parts where we have the big fat dragon yeah and uh and there's some reason to call the big fat dragon something else and i don't know what it is right i can't remember it's like the big fat yeah, dragon right I don't know if it's like some famous dragon. I see. I thought it was an Easter egg I missed, and it, yeah. and maybe it is. And I'm I definitely thought into I, it. Yeah, I but, thought I missed the joke. Um, there are some parts during that fight where it looks a little like, uh, yeah, you know. I, and okay. then they go into, uh, they get trapped in the little cave. Yep. And it's like a Star Wars flashback, right, you know, right. like when they're the walls the, are closing in the yeah, trash compactor. When they're, when they're yeah, I the thought trash compactor. I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't care how much you love Star Wars. That scene is stupid. <laughs> oh, how dare you! But there was there were some parts of it actually no. were awesome looking. Yeah, though, right when yeah. you're in like the lake of fire and the dude steps on the thing and the thing fell. Yeah, I'm like, that's like such a corny, right. overdone, you know. Oop, you right. know, kind of thing. I'm like, right. ah, I'm a little disappointed that right. that happened at all. Right. right? Because it, it was, that was one of the, one of the worst horny movie, horny moments yeah. within the movie. Cause it's just sort of eye rolling. Right. As soon as you see a bridge, you knew that was going right. to happen. Right? right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. sucked. Um, and it was funny that the paladin goes through that whole dumbass oh, thing. Yeah, right. Explaining the thing. And I, I I feel like we could have had something funnier. Yeah. Just dealing with the nonsense that he was spewing. You know, right. like Michelle Rodriguez is like, I'm not listening to you say that yeah. or I'm just going in here. <laughs> right. Right. Like there's something else could have happened there yeah. because that was so goofy. But most of that part looked really good. Yeah. Uh, but there were some there were some parts of it where you know, I'm like, come on. They're like sliding toward the dragon's mouth. Oh I'm yeah, like, of course. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, and then there was also towards the end where the owl bear is fighting the stone, stone dragon, dragon. Yeah. That it was like, eh, I mean, it doesn't look bad yeah. necessarily. It just looks a little more you know, like TV maybe level right. of, of and because we've seen so many really Excellent things getting into those things. Yeah, I can. It's it's tricky coming out with something like this because people have seen so many other things. Right. Right. Yeah. In in some way, there should be some accolade given to the film because so many things in the Friday Night Lights kind of mode of everybody taking the best parts of your story for films in the last 25 years. If you can still make something effectively fun and funny with everybody nitpicking off of your uh, IP, I think you're doing well. And then even on that extent, like I had one of the things I had fun with and thought they got the right amount of mileage. They didn't overuse it and they used it properly is when 
uh, Simon, you know, the wizard just looks and he's like, what are you carrying the stack for? Like, where did you get this? Right. And it's like this teleportation thing, this wormhole opening thing. And they use that just the right amount. Because if I'm that character and I find that, I'm using that everywhere. Right. Like, you're going to see me popping around with circles all over the place. And I thought, what a fun, what a fun use of it to try to facilitate one of the final fetch quests and how it could go wrong. And I thought, you really didn't have to be that thoughtful. You could have right, just come right. up with a bell to Alakazam your way around things. But no, you're you're going to use what you have. And I thought you did it great. Yeah. You know, it was fun. It was really neat. Uh, yeah, that one especially was, uh, you know, they might have overdone it with the uh, the bottom of the, you know, the, they're, they're on the stagecoach thing yeah. and the bottom of it and then it's like oh no oops and yep. you know and people I'm are always looking the wrong direction you know, always, always you know yeah. it's like the i don't know it's like the uh, bomb adjacent yeah mess things up right it's sure. like the bomb has to count down the right it's always got to be and, one you, you know, always cut the wire at and one. this is like well this is yeah. what we're doing so this is how it has to go wrong right, right. now and you're like ah come on whatever and right. then it was kind of you know i I couldn't, I got lost in that part a little bit. I yeah. have to admit, I got lost in it in the sense of, uh, once they do what they're doing, which was like a cool plan. Right. And you're watching that and you're going, all right, now this, hey, is, there this you go. is fun. This like, is good. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. But then she gets into the thing with all the treasure and I'm like, well, I mean, why don't they just take all the treasure? Isn't right. there a plan to take all the treasure? Right. They get to stick this thing in. And I'm like, well, I mean, there's more treasure in I guess the treasure lots, room, yeah. I guess, or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know. Why don't just find like five of right. these and yeah. now you have all the treasure. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, even, even the small bits of like social commentary too, where you have all these rulers and kings and just like, I guess, governors and people showing up with all your town's treasure to bet on the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. And there's suddenly like a lot of explosions that aren't planned, and there's a lot of weird darkness, and everyone's like, "Never mind, twenty on this one," you know. Right. And you're like, "That's actually kind of funny. Like that's just another throwaway goofy line that has me giggling." And I'm like, "All right, let's just keep it going." It actually made me wonder if, if I hadn't been, and I didn't think I had any expectations for it, except I just wanted to have a good time, so I did. Right. But I actually wonder if I watch this through a second time, if I'll catch things like that that i just missed because what was i looking in the wrong direction or right. did just not land because i was there are something like else? there are also like a lot of easter eggs I mean, it's we, not like, we like shrek. just talked about yeah. like the one thing it's definitely not like shrek. it's not like shrek where there are tons of jokes that come at you so quick you're like to watch that a second time right. like three of them in that right. scene it's not like that um but there are a lot of like little things and there are a lot of easter eggs yeah. that are you know, I guess varying levels of how much you have to be in D and D. Even if it's just like you know, if they're walking around someplace and like stuff that's on the shelves sure. behind right. them and right. like things like that, there's a there's a lot of that. Yeah, which I'm sure there's way more than I even know what? that there is. But there were there were a lot of just little things like uh, it's almost funny because when you when they get that part where they show you the Saturday morning cartoon, people, yeah. They throw that out, and then and that's very late in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and at that point, you're like, maybe there aren't a lot because when there are, it's like that this whole big thing or whatever. Yeah. But there are a lot of little 
you know, whatever. It would be a fun, it would be a fun addition to the Blu-ray if much like the old pop-up video show, you just, you run the film, run the film with or without Easter eggs on. And then somebody just says like, this is one, that's one, this whole scene is full of them. You know, part of me would be curious just to know what I missed, but I'm not in that lore anymore. Like that's not my thing. Um, I I wouldn't catch half of them anyway. And, and on that level, the film again, does does a pretty good job of probably keeping everybody nickering and teaking, like leaning over to their friend and be like, it's a smalls bard, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, I will tell you like, you know, like, all all right, you know, doesn't ruin the enjoyment of the film. And then it also has like, uh, you know, we're almost done here and we uh, can get out, but it also has like varying layers of, uh, Easter eggs, which I thought was like, just. Yeah. Kind of mind blowing right. to like be, uh, I guess that attentive to everyone because, uh, you know, there are plenty of people who play D and D who don't know who the Saturday morning right. people are. Right. Right. Like that's for the old people. That's for the right? grandfathers like doing. us. Yeah. And then they have like, uh, they have Easter eggs from like the critical role people, yeah, right. uh, who the old people don't know who they are right. or whatever. And then like everything in between, it just got a little old that's, and annoying that they just kept naming yeah. places oh I'm there like, was one on, man yeah it's not you can't just oh we'll go to Baldur's gate and then right. you know Helm's deep and, and water deep well right this and that and right it, like we're just you don't walk around just naming jet nobody talks like that nobody <laughs> talks like that i don't care what quest you're on it's like be, yeah. right like people just can't stop reciting and, the map <laughs> And you're right, because that's actually a very finite part. That's like all within like a seven minute window. Like they just right, do right. it over and over and over again. Um, that was Hugh Grant is like on the verge of saying the thing is sponsored by like, <laughs> right. Elvin Blackstaff Aronson. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hear a TSR, you know, reference at all, but so, yeah, sure. Oh man. Uh, and so we have to get out of here, but we haven't talked about Hugh Grant really, which, uh, I feel like deserves to be mentioned in big name. A hundred percent. Uh, he was really cool. Right. Um, I think Hugh Grant, uh, was doing great. Yeah. I think Hugh Grant's character could have been tweaked a bit, yeah. right? And and didn't have to be quite so I don't know, just like mustache twirly, right? Like Predictable. He, he, he could was just being yeah. the bad guy without having to like, you know, interrupt his line and go, excuse me, I have to like cut up some cats. Right. Or, you know, right. like right. he didn't have to be I have like a throat to step on. So yeah. yeah. It, it, and if he had less time, maybe that would be more forgivable. He has plenty of time. He's in the film. Right? Yeah. He's in, he's got yeah. many scenes, right? He doesn't have to be like just the uh, most cliche right. evil decision yeah. at every moment. And even when he tries to explain his motivation, it's, oh, yeah. it's right. kind of a sad, <laughs> right. you know, uh, let's talk about how he's just, Right, you know, goofy, right. evil all the time, uh, because his character is like fighting against himself in what he has to do, right? Because yeah. he's not actually super evil, like that he would do that. No, it he's in other parts and what right. happens and everything. He's just like you know, 
weaselly looking right. out for himself Re- guy, greedy right? hungry for the power and the money and yeah mostly the money but right. Right. It, hugh grant is totally but fine he's and great. he's very serviceable he's he's working every scene and he's great in every single scene even if they're very quick scenes i genuinely wondered like why hugh grant like yeah, this is almost like a Carrie always like that's the that's the get just, like this but, is how you find out that he and Chris Pine are actually just sure friends and they just did something and time, he's like do you right? want to do this thing or somebody in a room is like wouldn't it be funny if we asked you Grant right. and then he was like yeah all right and you're like well correct I guess it, we're wrong it is but he is he is actually very good in this the and funniest thing about Hugh Grant in this movie yeah. is before the movie even starts when they do the little thing. They have a little thing before oh. the movie starts. It's like, thank you for watching right. this in a theater yeah, or whatever. That's right. Oh, and God. up until the very last second, I thought Hugh Grant wasn't going to. He was going to be quiet. He's just there. Like, because they did just take four and he was just bad or mad or just like, why am I doing this? It was so funny. The longer that yeah. went on, everyone's talking and right. Hugh Grant is just sitting there like he's in a hostage video. Right. Yeah. He like does not look like he's in the there. seat. And then right. at the end, he's like, thanks for coming. Now let's watch, Here we watch the film. Whatever. Yeah. It was hilarious. Man, that's a thing. I mean, I don't know if people think that that's the reason why Maverick made so much money because Tom Cruise before the film said, Hey, yeah, I see you. Thanks for coming to our film. We really need you. You know? And I'm like, I've seen that three times with you in the last COVID two years, right? Like they're not doing it every film, but there's been a couple that they do it. And you're like, it's weird. It is weird. It makes me feel like they should, they're, if you're going to have that on your movie, yeah. right, then you become obligated to have one once it's on streaming. Yeah. Where you rag on the people Everyone, who watch it. Always. On yeah. Thanks for uh, waiting seven months for it went here. We really needed you in the theater. Maybe next time, uh, hire a babysitter yeah. and come see it. That'd be awesome. That would be All great. Right. Uh, we're out of time and uh, we don't, yeah. I think, need to say anything nah. else about this movie anyway. But, you know, go check it out. Definitely go see it. Yeah. This is one of those movies where I'm I'm always saying if there's any chance that you're going to like this, if you watch the yeah. trailer, you know, whatever, if you have any inkling of what's going on right. in this movie and there's any chance you'll like it, you will like it. Man, and we, it will be worth it. We and breezed you go see it and have fun. Sorry, we breezed over how long it was. 2 hours and 15 minutes and you mentioned it quick. I forgot to mention it. Eh, knock off. 25 minutes of this film yeah quick, it's but. too long but not in the worst way no it isn't right, right, it, right. it's not like you get to the end right. and you're like oh my god i've been here for right. whatever <laughs> right yeah all right uh thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week right. <laughs> thanks right bye. bye hey listeners on behalf of myself and shane leonard we want to thank you for tuning in once again the Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.